Hi, I'm Noelle. And I'm Mariana. And this is The, the Bliss, Bliss Project. Project. We decided to start this podcast to share topics and information we are both passionate about. And our intention is to share a positive message as we dive into wellness, spirituality, self-love, alignment, and how life evolves along the way. And while having fun, of course. So join us each week as we connect, explore, and grow with one another and, and you. you. Hi, everyone. Hi, everybody. Happy New Year. Well, happy New Year. Welcome to season three. Can yes. you believe we're at season three? Mm-hmm. So excited. And I'm so happy to be starting this year's episode talking about something so beautiful as kindness mm-hmm. with an amazing human who's doing amazing things in the world. Yes, we have Megan Snedden with us today. Hi, Megan. Welcome. Hi, it's great to be here. Hey. So I wanted just to introduce you to our listeners. Megan lost her father in a plane crash around 10 years ago which also came on the heels of her losing her brother to a car accident when she was younger. The subsequent events and mental health issues brought her to rock bottom, but the diversity didn't destroy her. Learning to find happiness and despair led her to random acts of kindness, which she then turned into a movement that has inspired millions of people. Megan is the founder of KTLA feature random acts of kindness movement called The Kind Effect, and she has been featured as a guest on KTLA, Good Morning La La Land, Spectrum News and more, And she's extremely passionate about telling the story of kindness because she feels that it can really help others, especially those struggling with mental health. Amazing. Yes. Megan, please, please tell us more about you and uh, your mission and and where you are today. I feel like you just nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I have nothing else to say after that. Okay, goodbye. No. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Thank you so much. No, um, I really, really appreciate that. gosh, I don't even know where to start. It's just kind of like one of those happy accidents, I guess, when you're trying to figure out what direction to go with your life. And I think with the things that I've been through, um, you know, with grief, you're constantly asking yourself, like, how do I evolve to create something different? Because it can be really difficult to live with the things Mm. and you're only um, option in certain circumstances is just to create something totally different. And when I've taken time, I think to reflect on the things that have meant the most to me, it's always been the sum of the small things that people have done, especially Mm -hmm. in the times of like my greatest need that have made me, made me feel the most uplifted. Um, and you know, as with loss and just the way that life ebbs and flows, like we're not always at our strongest. Um, So I think that really focusing in on random acts of kindness has helped me find my strength again in times that I felt like I couldn't. And it's really something I think simple yet impactful that I'm trying to share with others because I think that it can focusing your life on kindness and doing small acts of good for others can really make a a big difference to other people. Absolutely. I I have to say that personally, I, um, when I read your story, I definitely connected with you in the sense that I also lost my brother when I was younger to an accident. So I was 11 when it happened. And Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been so long now, but like just having people around you and just seeing that people were really taking the time to just be supportive and and it's not necessarily with like a loss either like it doesn't have to be a loss and then showing kindness to other people but like in those difficult times 
being in it and then seeing how people were towards me and being kind in that difficult situation and difficult time, it goes to show you that it doesn't have to be like, here's a million dollars kindness. Like it's like really those small things things that you can do to really like, you never know what someone's living through, going through and just a smile even, or, or a kind word or, Hey, you can go in front of me in front of the line, like can really impact somebody's day without you even really knowing big time. Cause you never really know what somebody's living through. You know, I, in therapy, we have a good laugh because for some reason, like I got stuck with this face that constantly just looks happy. Like I (laughs) have a great face. I'm like, I just, I just, I don't know what it is. I'm like, even if I'm having a bad day, like somehow there's always like a smile on my face, but I might be having the worst day ever, which just resonates with me so much because I'm like, yeah, I, you could never look at somebody and have any idea Mm-hmm. what who they're trying to stay strong for and what's going on in their life you know so as you said like the little things can make such a big difference like the busy mom you know you don't know what's happening in her day that you're like oh you can go ahead of me you know oh so nice and that happened. <laughs> I, I, I can relate honestly, to that <laughs> yeah one of the things that I love to reflect on is um after my dad had passed away I don't know why but everything in our house started breaking. Like our heater broke out of nowhere. Like one of the toilets broke out of nowhere. Like the garage stopped working. And it was so frustrating because my dad was Mr. Handyman. He had worked in construction and suddenly we didn't have that person around to help us anymore. And one of my friends who I had not talked to since forever um, had contacted me and said, Hey, you know, like I, I know that I can't help you emotionally through this time, but I have a toolbox. Do you happen to need anything fixed around the house? And oh, he, amazing. I know. Um, and he came over and he like fixed our toilet for us. Aww. And I know it fixed the the heater. Uh, and it it's just really like, it's so unrelated to what I was going through, but so related at the yeah. same time. Well, and, and so needed, like yeah, it was the support so you needed, you know, sometimes the support you need is someone bringing you French fries when you had a bad day. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, yeah. I've definitely know, had something... a friend take me to McDonald's. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a simple thing yeah. that can like really, I remember I had a surgery a couple of years yeah. ago and, um, it's really hard for me to receive that's like a big thing for me. And so people were bringing me food and bringing me different things, French fries. And, <laughs> you know, then I felt, I'll, I was like, oh, now I have to do something. And everybody's like, no, just let us do this for you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay. And I was like, oh, it's like, it really was this practice of me also being able to receive as much as I put out there and give um, and yeah, receive without time. having, like, accept the kindness. I think in our society too, there's a lot of people that it's hard for them to just accept that someone's just doing something nice for them, like bringing yeah. them flowers or smiling or letting them, like, what do you want? If you're going to let me in front of the line, what do I have to do for you? What else is on the other end of it? Yeah. I, I think you're teaching lot. this too. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've really learned the hard way through my own practice, what that does. And, you know, I'm definitely guilty of rejecting people's kindness. Oh, no, no, you know, don't, oh, don't go out of your way or whatever. But I've learned to eat my own words because I realize when I'm doing something kind for somebody, it makes me feel so good. Mm. And so in the times that I've tried to do something kind and someone has said no, it's been like, oh, a huge letdown. 
It's like, so, you're like, say thank you, yeah. receive it. That's been, like I said, my biggest lesson, receive it because you're giving them just as much back by accepting the kindness. Yeah. Right, right, right. Well, Megan, can you tell us a little bit more about your movement? We did talk about at the beginning, um, the kind effect and what inspired this and what impact it has had in your, in your life. Sure. Um, well, it ended up being in the beginning a video series because I was doing a lot of random acts of kindness just on the fly, you know, and one of my friends noticed it and she said, man, you really need to start documenting and sharing this with people because, um, back in the day, once upon a time, I used to be a journalist and, (laughs) um, I, I found after a while, I wasn't getting as much satisfaction out of my job as I had wanted because I just really felt deep down that the world needed more positive content and more positive stories. And these are, of course, things that I've told my close friends. So this one girlfriend's like, hey, you've been looking for something that people need more of. Why don't you just start making little videos about your content? And I was so self-conscious about it because at the time I had no video production experience at all. And all I had was an iPhone. (laughs) Um, And I had this in my head that people expect perfection. I'm thinking, oh my God, I don't have like a cameraman or like editing software or, and she's like, just keep it simple, you know, and start documenting. And the kind effect wasn't even a thing. I just started randomly making videos um, about random acts of kindness. And as I went along and released them, um, they got a lot of response and it was so surprising. It was surprising, I guess. And, and then again, it, it wasn't because I knew that this was something people needed, mm-hmm. but as I released one or two or three videos and they ended up getting shared and getting like millions of views, I was like, wow, I think I'm onto something. And suddenly, and this is the moment where I'm like, oh my gosh, I guess my movement needs a name, (laughs) a website. Um, What am I doing here? So then over the years, I've continued to do um, random acts of kindness and film them. And one of my other passions is travel. So I had started originally in Los Angeles doing things locally, like taking flowers to people who didn't expect it, Um, like making meals for strangers, um, doing things to benefit like the homeless community, and then I started to get a little bit more bold and like a little bit more production skills and started taking it on the road. Um, and I went to Verona, Italy, where they have this like, did you ever see the movie Letters to Juliet? Mm-hmm. I haven't. And I've been to yeah. Verona, ironically, oh, nice. when I traveled oh my in my 20s. <laughs> we couldn't get, I forget where we couldn't go because there was like no place for us to stay. So we ended up in Verona, which was amazing. Love. There's people leave letters to Juliet on the wall there. And there's a nonprofit organization that you could go and volunteer for a day and like respond to the letters as if you were Juliet. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And not all the letters are necessarily about uh, love gone wrong. They, a lot of them are about um, love in other forms, like someone that's grieving a loss or they, you know, they're curious how to love someone through like a health journey and, mm. um, so I made a video about that and um, donating rice to um, monks in Myanmar and doing like a free hugs event in Thailand. Um, oh, what it's a great a way to travel. Yeah. Oh my it's gosh. Been, yeah, it's been, um, yeah, because I think it's just become ingrained in my life mission to like share kindness with others everywhere I go and travels 
just really something that's a part of me. So I'm like, oh, okay, now I need to integrate these things. Um, who knows, maybe one day it'll become a show. That would be amazing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think there's room for it. And I think there is, um, this is something people are wanting to see more of, you know, I, one of the videos you shared with us, which I was talking to Mariana with before was you going on a first date yeah, and yeah. like oh bringing this God. guy with you. And I'm like, yeah. what? And he was even like, this was the best first date yes. ever. Like what an amazing, like and you could go have a drink or go have coffee or go take a walk on the beach or whatever. But like, you're like, I'm going to go do this random act of kindness. Yeah. Do you want to come along with me? Yeah. That's exactly what happened. I was already planning, um, to take these flowers to this girl who had lost her dad. So that was kind of happening in the background at the same time that I'm trying to set up dates for the weekend. On Hitch. <laughs> You're like, how can I bring the two worlds together? Well, he had said, yeah. do you want to just get a drink? And at the time I was like, I was dating a lot. And I was thinking I cannot have another cocktail. You know what I mean? Like I could not have another cocktail. I can have, I can not have another of those sit downs where you're like, what do you do for a living? You know? <laughs> and I just the interview, I did the, it, it, <laughs> the interview. Yes. Um, I just decided to put it out there to him. I'm like, I have nothing to lose. If I just say, Hey, yeah. want to do a random act of kindness um, instead. And yeah. it just, it was such a, a magical experience because it took away that initial layer yeah. of, yeah what, what's your favorite color? What do you do? Where do you live? Um, All the things I don't want to talk about (laughs) and brought us right to this, like, wow, this is a really like authentic, real experience. And we were just like relating at such a better, more fulfilling level. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the present moment, you were fully a hundred percent present in that. It wasn't about like what you do, where you've been, what's happened, any of that stuff. You're like, let's just actually take in this moment. I mean, and what a gift you gave to him. Totally. I was just going to say, yeah, like, I think it's such a interesting way to approach like a first date, because like you said, it's always the usual, the interview, the let's have drinks or coffee. And this was, I feel like more meaningful and deeper connection, even if it didn't work out at the end or whatever, like, it's just a way to get to know somebody for who they are. And you won't and, forget that. And yeah. <laughs> and also like, just to like, again, do something kind for somebody else. It's like so uplifting. And this person probably wasn't even expecting that out of a date. And it's like such a high from that. It was a major high. Um, Gosh, I forget the scientists who coined the term, but they have something that they call the helper's high. Mm -hmm. Because when you do things for other people, your body releases so many endorphins. So we're like high-fiving angels after that. (laughs) (laughs) Is there any other, like, I know you probably have tons of these experiences, but are there any other specific ones that like stand out for you as like, Wow, that I have was one. Like... The kind of sore that I <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, where she was passing out the balloons with the with with the, the dinosaur the outfit. Or I love it. Yeah, things. Well, I mean, I'll be super honest. Like the pandemic was a major bummer, and by major yeah. bummer, I mean like I just got so depressed because I'm a people person, and so to have a time in history when they're like, yeah, so all the people people out there, um, you're not allowed. To, to interact, be to be out there, for you. And yeah, if no you are, you, you have to be far away, far away from people. Yeah. <laughs> and this is not something that I comprehend very well. Like, <laughs> um, so I was thinking, okay, uh, so much of what I do is about sharing intimacy with others. Like, how do I recreate that in a different way that still is uh, enabling me to get out there and do kind things. And I was having a bummer day and I started watching these um, 
the people in the T-Rex costumes videos are all over <laughs> YouTube and social media and they are hysterical because it's like people with a snowplow in the dinosaur costume and like the dinosaur doing gymnastics. But I thought to myself, no one's doing random acts of kindness in the in the dinosaur suit. And then I suddenly was like, oh my God, it's the kindosaur. So it felt like I would wear a mask <laughs> underneath and it's the it's a plastic bubble basically. Yeah, it's not easy to move. It's in an that inflatable thing. thing. <laughs> oh, and I'll tell you the screen in the front fogs up entirely. So sometimes oh my God. it was like 90 degrees and my friend and I went out to <laughs> hand out bouquets of flowers to people. And she's trying to direct me and she goes, hey, that those people over there look like great people to get flowers to. And I said, I cannot see you right now. I have no <laughs> idea where you're pointing me to. Um, but me and my friends ended up just having a blast with it because we did so many crazy things. Like the kind of store went to the grocery store and like got food for um, Thanksgiving donation, food donation drives. And the kind of store was in a convertible buying food at fast food um lines like for the cars behind us and <laughs> so funny handing out flowers and just well, and you can't miss that costume yeah so it's like it's mm-hmm. like everybody's like what's going on I'm sure it raised the curiosity too. and I'm sure yeah. you brought a lot of smiles to a lot of people even the people that weren't receiving the flowers directly I'm sure that people that looked around and were like right. what's going on they're probably got a good laugh or you know a little that was great here, it was so good. great it had a little sign on it that said be kind a lot of the ah. times so people were like oh kind I'm like yeah it's the kindest or I, <laughs> sometimes I think back on that I'm like wow I really like lost my mind from being like, in isolation really for so long around people I put on <laughs> a t-rex costume okay <laughs> that's how desperate i was yeah <laughs> well in oh. offering kindness like to others what are some practices of kindness you offer to yourself that's a great 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 question um you know one of the things like i learned in therapy is <laughs> <laughs> the have you heard of the loving kindness meditation oh no Mm-mm. tell <gasps> us more it's, it's my fave um i think it's a really good practice that I had learned in therapy for helping <laughs> you let go of kind of anger or negative feelings that you might feel toward someone someone else or things in your life that like you can't change. Um, and you, so you drop into like a bit of a meditative state and you start out thinking about someone from your life that's easy to love and you like picture them in your mind and you say to them, like, may you be happy, may you be peaceful, may you be well, and may you be loved. And the point of that first person is that it's easy for you to, to express mm-hmm. that to them. And so then you hold in your mind next somebody that you don't know very well, like a stranger that you remember seeing on the street or the grocery clerk or, or something of that. And you repeat the same mantra. And then you move to somebody that um, you know, you're, you've had trespasses with, um, or even could be like something from your life that you're trying to make peace with, um, Mm -hmm. whatever that is. And then you same, you send them the same intention and kind of sit with that. And, um, I just found that as something that's been really healing for me, um, to be able to, you know, come to terms with loss, even for both like my dad and my brother, or, um, you know, this, again, this the stuff from your life that you can't change. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a, it's a simple practice. 
Mm -hmm. that sounds like it can have such an impact um, on yourself personally. I mean, it's, it's the same of you doing simple acts of kindness. It's like you have, you can do something so simple for yourself Mm. that will get you to a better place so that then it's reflected. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely around you. I think this ties really well to something that I found on your website and we talk about kindness and one of the things that you listed is how kindness and self-love fit together, which I think is super Mm, important. mm -hmm. Um, And you had talked about doing a five month solo backpacking trip around the world in 2018. And you realized something that was very important, which was you can only give to others at the extent to which you give yourself. And I thought that it's, it's so powerful because we think about being kind to others sometimes, but we forget about ourselves and, you know, in you speaking about your practice and like even this mantra that you do, it's so important to really be kind to yourself because we can be our worst critics. We can be oh, yeah. our mm-hmm. like worst cheerleaders, right? Like not even like we, we can be negative, like thinking about yeah. like kindness, like be kind to yourself and that'll also radiate into the kindness that you want to offer to the world. Absolutely. Yeah. I have to catch myself in that. And like my inner critic can be um, incredibly fierce sometimes and being able to stop myself and be like, Hey, miss kindness, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you, like, you wouldn't say exactly. to a, so another person on the street, the things that you're saying to yourself mm-hmm. in your own head, would you? And if the answer is no, then it's like, all right, we got to change that channel right away. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And sometimes totally. it's the hardest channel to change. But yeah. you said it perfectly there. It's like, would I actually be saying this to somebody? I always think about it. Like, would I say this to my child? Would I say this to my my mom or my really good friend? I'm like, no, why am I saying this to myself? Yeah. Like, who, who, like, what gives me the right to talk to my own self like that? Yeah, why would that's, I not a, that's a great to way to be, put that. To be kind to myself. And even if it's a simple practice of, you know, a little bit at a time, you know, cause those tracks sometimes run deep. Right. And they're not just going to wash over. Someone was using the analogy yesterday. They were walking on the beach and, you know, they could see the tire tracks that like the lifeguard truck and how the wave came in and washed it away. And like how simple it can be to just change that. But sometimes the tracks are a little deeper and it's going to take a couple waves Mm -hmm. coming in before a couple practices, a couple, yeah. you know, consistency mm-hmm. of, of that. Cause yes, you can look yeah. in the mirror and be like, I love you. You're amazing. But if you don't actually like feel into it and like, yeah, I love you. You're amazing. Like it's going to take some time sometimes to, sure. to let it sink in. And I think the consistency too, of you continuing to do these random acts of kindness, like the overflow effect, because I know for myself, when someone does something for me, then it makes me want to like, go do something like, how can I do that for others? Like you talked right. about paying for something online. I remember I was at Starbucks, go figure one time getting my tea and the person in front of me paid for me. And I was like, oh my God. So then uh, I paid for the person behind yeah. me. It was just like, I was like, well, I guess I'll pay for them. Like it was, it was like a no brainer. Right. And I'm like, wow, if more people just did that, like how, and the whole time home that like that tea was the best tea I've ever had. You know, cause it was like, you know what I mean? It was, it was a yeah, gift. Yeah. I right? feel like you find a little bit more appreciation in it too. And you're also like, you're so stunned by the act of someone being kind that you're like, wow, I'm inspired to do the same for other people. And it makes me feel good. And like, so like, you're hoping that that like just Overflows. continues to like go and spread around. Yeah. It's something that we as a society just need more of. Because there are so many difficult things in the human experience that we're all dealing with. It's just, it's just part of it. 
Yeah. That's part um, of the journey. And that's part of how we learn to navigate and learn about being kind to ourselves and other, which I wanted to ask you yeah. why you think kindness matters and what it can do for people's lives. So like, now that we're talking about like, why does kindness matter within ourselves and within others and how it can change people's lives mm-hmm. in a positive way? Yeah, I think, well, first of all, I don't, you know, I hate to say it, but honestly, I I feel like it's just not something that comes naturally to us mm-hmm. necessarily. Um, but when you really attune your attention, your attention to kindness to yourself and others, you just become more aware of how it is so transformative. And I think especially for people like me who live with mental health um, conditions, it can be even more transformative. Um, It can do a lot to be a part of what can lift you out of depression. You know, I think um, Sean Akers, one of my favorite happiness researchers, and he talks a lot about how you know, doing random acts of kindness can increase your daily amount of um, happiness and your overall sensation of purpose in your life. Because when you physically do something for somebody else, like let's just say I hand somebody a bouquet of flowers and go, hey, these are for you. And they, you see in the face of another, like what you do matters. Mm-hmm. And so you build up this evidence of what I do matters what I do matters, what I do matters and get that message reinforced. And you start to see how, because what you do matters, your life matters. Um, And that's an important thing, I think, to reinforce for yourself when you're um, depressed. And also it's a way of getting these kind of feel good chemicals in your body because of that, like helpers high that you experience. Um, And as we were saying earlier, it's not just about what it can do for you, but it's about what it inspires in other people. You never really know what it's going to uh, inspire someone else to do. You know, as you were saying, when you someone had bought your tea and then you bought, the, you know, something for somebody else, like it really does have a ripple effect. Yeah. And I think you made a good point too, that people can, or maybe they're not naturally kind. I, I think that kindness is something that is a practice to implement into our lives. Maybe we are born kind, but I feel like with the way society sometimes is like the dog eat dog, like you have to, you know, the rat race kind of thing, like that mindset or mentality of like always having to like up another person to get somewhere, which I think is just totally backwards. I think that we are all a part of a community yeah. that can support and help each other and anything and everything. But it is something that needs to be implemented in practice, just like you would a meditation, just like you would exercising, eating healthy. Kindness is also something that needs to be practiced. And like you said, a continued action of like, okay, I, what I do matters. Let me do this. What I do matter. Let me do this for somebody else or for myself. Like, but it is something that needs to be put into place. Well, I think, and it can coexist. Like you were talking about, you know, um, the dog eat dog and all that, like competition and that kind of stuff. Like there's healthy ways of doing it. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can still compete, but like, you know, in sports, you know, was watching the World Cup not too long ago and one after I can't remember what team it was, but I think it was America and Saudi Arabia, but anyway, after they lost, the American went over like we went over and actually, you know, consoled the other player like mm. in an act of kindness. Like it's like mm. you could see the defeat in his face, you know, and the US player went over there and like literally like hugged him. And it was like, that's an act of kindness. So it can coexist. Like you can be competitive. You can want to, 
like strive and do more and be more, but don't forget along the way to also like be humble and, right. and, and to own that, you know, that person that you just beat that worked just as hard for this, or this person that's going at it with you, or you got picked and they didn't like, okay, cool. Like more than just good job, but just like actually honor what they're feeling mm-hmm. in that moment, you know, cause that will go so much further for both of you going down the road. Absolutely. And I think something that you had kind of alluded to is it makes such a difference just to reach out to somebody, whether that's in a business context of somebody that's in your same industry that you know, or maybe it's not business related. It's just in a a friendship or family capacity, or maybe somebody that you haven't talked to in a while, even sending them like a little Facebook message or, well, I guess, Instagram now or whatever yeah. social oh, yeah. is whatever social platform you want. We yeah. are dealing They're with called... mental health. Like when yeah. you know somebody is dealing with mental health, there's so much of that now. And well, I shouldn't say now it's always been, but we are able to talk about We're it. More We're more aware of it. Open of it about it now. Right. People are like, yes, I have anxiety. Yes, I have this, but you know, when people might look, I mean, let, I, I'll take Twitch, for example, who, you know, committed suicide, I don't know. say like a couple, you know, in December, you would never have assumed that he had any issues, yeah. right? Because he was so positive and so happy. And there was clearly another side that, you know, none of us were aware of. And it's mm-hmm. like that act of reaching out of, you know, it's so important, especially when dealing with people with depression and suicide and what have you, like just checking in, Hey, how you doing? Can I, can I bring you something? Can I do this? Like, it doesn't have to be this big thing, but if you're feeling mm-hmm. it, trust that intuition, trust trust that, you know, that, you know, that person needs to be checked in on. Yeah. Or even, um, when it comes to business, like I have a few friends that I have goal, um, like we keep track of each other's goals and kind of encourage one another, but every once in a while straying away from the goals, we will do other accountability checks for like, Hey, I'm seeing that you kind of fell behind on like these goals. How are you feeling? Like what's mm-hmm. happening in your life or you achieved this or that? Like, let's celebrate that. And you know, how are you feeling about yourself? Because you can do, do, do all, all you want, but if you don't feel good about yourself, then, then what's it all yeah, <laughs> really, what's it all point. for? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's what people say. Like sometimes people who have so much and look like they're doing so well and everything, but like, they're not, they don't feel good about it. So it's like, the person that doesn't have hardly anything who feels really good about their day and they have a smile mm-hmm. on their face and they're going through like, that's the difference. Yeah. Of, yeah. Of knowing just remember not to judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Um, you really don't know what's going on inside that book until you actually open it and read it. And so just be kind, man. <laughs> just be kind, man. And <laughs> Megan, I wanted to ask you too, like when you are prepping to do these acts of kindness, how do you uh, select the yeah, people that, people. yeah. Like, how do you, how do you like, like, I think that person needs a little smile. Like how, yeah. how is that? Pro- is there a process or is it just like at random? Like what is it? What inspires you? It's a mix of many different things. So sometimes, sometimes it's just completely random. One of my favorite things to do is when I go to the grocery store and I check out, I'll ask the clerk. I'm like, wow, you're looking at this candy all day long. Cause it's all right there. I'm like, what candy bar would you get if you could get there? Like, oh, I just, I love Snickers. I'm like, oh, great. And then I grab something and, and buy it for them. Oh, you know? Sweet. Yeah. Or I, one of my other favorites is handing bouquets of flowers out to people. And so that's another one that's just mm-hmm. kind of like going up to people in the street at, at random and giving out flowers. But 
otherwise I'll get these crazy ideas in my head. It's kind of starts with the question, like, wouldn't it be cool if <laughs> dot, dot, dot. I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if um, like, uh, I guess I can say last year because it's now 2020. <laughs> crazy. Last year I was traveling to Guatemala and I'm like, wow, it'd be really neat to um, do something kind in Guatemala when I'm there. And then, so I kind of start researching and finding out that, oh, wow, in Guatemala, they have one of the highest malnutrition rates of any country in the world. Um, like, wow, that would be really interesting um, to be kind by maybe finding some people um, that deserve to have a really nice traditional Guatemalan meal cooked for them. So I'm like, oh my God. So my mind is crazy. I was like, oh my God, I should find a chef in like Antigua, Guatemala and see <laughs> if they would like partner with me to cook this meal. And so we could showcase their restaurant and then maybe we can invite the people to the restaurant, but I don't even know who these people are. So I'm just <laughs> kind of like, I just start to mastermind these plans. And then I rely a lot on social media. Um, so in this case, for example, there's always these like expats in Antigua groups or um, foreigners living in Antigua kind of Facebook groups. And sometimes I put messages out there that I'm like, hey, um, gonna go to the flower market and hand out flowers to strangers who wants to come. And then <laughs> I end up awesome. finding people that way or with this one with the malnutrition, you wouldn't believe the amount of response that I got from chefs volunteering that got tagged in the post. Um, and I found this one woman with a really beautiful restaurant and, um, excellent chef. And she was like, Oh, I actually know somebody that runs a center for, um, women, um, that are malnutrition that come to the center with their children to get nourished. Um, I'll connect you to this nonprofit. And then, so we, then we ended up bringing the women from this, um, malnutrition rehab center over to her restaurant and like serving them. And they'd never been to a restaurant and been waited on before. Wow. Um, and I still have to edit that video because it's a lot of work, but um, I mean, it's always like a labor of love, you know? Um, what a beautiful experience, mm -hmm. not only to give, but to experience and be in, and then also to bring more people in. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I've just always had a creative mind and also love people. So I'm always like, okay, what would be interesting to like randomly put together from like this, that, and the other thing? And like, how can we get more people involved? And it's like, yeah. it always turns into these like big orchestrations. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I'm insane, but you know, <laughs> no, you're just creative. You're out there. You're thinking outside the box. And yeah, <laughs> I love that you are also able to connect with other people that also want to show you know acts of kindness and like the chef and maybe don't know how yeah and, and they're like oh yeah. this is a great way yeah. to them tie everything together um you spoke about giving out flowers and it, you mm -hmm. just made me think of uh, one of our previous guests her name is Yelena and she's the owner of a floral shop it's called Viola <gasps> Floral here in Los Angeles and I'm like oh my god you guys should talk because if oh you're god, yes yeah she has amazing flowers but like she we talked in her episode we talked about the power 
um, that flowers have in healing and mental health. Yes, absolutely. It really just like makes you happy. And that's her mission as yeah, well. Yeah, and that's, that's her mission her too. Mission so as well. we're going to connect. <gasps> that would be that. awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm always looking for ways to connect with others and do things that are kind. And I absolutely love flowers. Yeah. Well, and her <laughs> business started too, because of her relationship with her mother and her mother's passing. It was yeah. out of that as well. So I think you guys would have a lot to connect on. Yeah, well, that absolutely. sounds like a great connection. Thank yes. you. And so in talking about this upcoming year now yeah. too, like what else inspires you and what is your vision for this new year? And oh boy, nine to five. Yeah, it's a big question in yeah. the beginning of the year. You're like, it's only, <laughs> oh, it's God. the first week of January. It's the first week of January. <laughs> what am I doing? Um, you know, this is the first year that I've felt like I really wanted to use my voice to advocate more for kindness. Um, I've been really shy about that in the past because I always wanted to feel like I was embodying what I was advocating, which was why it was important for me to create a lot of video content um, because I wanted to be like, I am actually doing the thing that I'm telling mm. other people that they should do. And I never wanted to be like a annoying, resounding gong. Um, but I really have over the years that like I've done this, have seen firsthand the difference that I, that it's made. Um, the kindness has made in my life and in the lives of other people. And so now I really look forward to kind of dipping my toe a little bit more into, Hey, we're, I'm on a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great way um, to start. Yeah. Thanks for being on. yeah. I really appreciate that. Um, and maybe doing some speaking and, um, I got some travel coming up, so I'm definitely going to hit up some flower markets and, and, you know, go spread the kindness. Spread the kindness Love it. as always. So good and so great. And we are so grateful to you to open your heart to others and, and really be an example of like a kind person to another and really being a model for people to also feel inspired to be kind as well. So thank you for what you do. And appreciate that. Thank you very much. Although we can talk all day <laughs> for hours on end because you're so awesome and, and your story's so great. We want to take it to full circle and we are here at the bliss project and we, we talk about bliss and everybody's journey is different and everybody's vision and what of bliss, bliss is, yeah, means but to them. we want to know what advice you would offer our listeners into creating their own bliss. Yeah, definitely. I think honestly, each of us has inside of us a really quiet voice that tells us exactly what to do. Mm -hmm. And it's very easy for that voice to be outpowered by all the other things that are going on in our lives and in society. But if you find a way to tune into that quiet voice so that it becomes louder, I would just say, listen to what it has to say and then be bold enough to take action on that because that's really where your bliss is. Absolutely. Love that. Yeah. Megan, thank you so much for being on again. If, can you please share with our listeners where they can find you if they want more information about and you? And see or all these the, amazing videos yes. that you have. <laughs> and, and, and to know more about The Kind Effect as well. I appreciate that. Yeah. You can find me on my website is thekindeffect.com. And then it's also The Kind Effect on Instagram. Wonderful. Super simple. Yeah. Won't put Super simple. Yes. Yeah. And you know what I would love to is if you could send us that mantra that you do yes. so yes. that we Share can put it. that in the show notes as well. Cause I think that would be good for everybody to or have even in post their back too. pocket. Yeah. yeah. I have a little video that I of made course, at some great. point that Amazing. I got to dig up. I got to dig up <laughs> leading people through the meditation. So I'll find that. 
That would be great. Yeah. Cause I think that's one simple thing that people can do to show kindness to themselves yeah. and then also heal, Absolutely. you know, relationships and kindness with others. Yeah. So we'll be sure to share that with everybody. And thank you again so much for being on. You're it a lovely was such human. a pleasure. <laughs> thank you guys. What a beautiful conversation we had with Megan. It was so wonderful to start off the new year with such a wonderful message of kindness. Oh my gosh, we couldn't have started with a better topic. Yes. And, you know, we talk about gratitude and all these things all the time, but I think sometimes just being kind, go out there, be kind to yourself, be kind to others. Yeah. That way you can be the best version of yourself. <laughs> if you want to know more about Megan, feel free to check out our website. It's thekindeffect.com and you can find her on Instagram at thekindeffect. And if you want to learn about us, feel free to check out our website at theblissproject777.com or find us on Instagram at theblissproject777. And if you like what you're hearing, we'd love for you to like and subscribe and go over to uh, iTunes there and leave us a review. And if not, that's cool too. Yeah, but wishing grateful you, for you. Yeah, wishing you guys a great start to the year and here's to season three.